The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Kevin McCusick. We're here to continue our series of That One Play. And the play we're discussing today is an interesting one. It didn't have a lot of meaning to the Ravens season or, or uh, uh, you know, in a lot of ways didn't help the Ravens make the playoffs. But when Jacoby Jones ran back a near touchdown on a kickoff against the Steelers in 2013. Mike Tomlin impeded him on the sidelines, and that's still a moment that I can see in my mind from time to time. Uh, joining me here is Nick from the UK to talk about that play. He's the one who brought it up. Nick, how are you doing? Yeah, well, thank you, Ken. Thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's uh, always great to talk to new people, Nick, and uh, we have lots of common experiences in terms of the games we've watched including that horrible game in 2017 where the Ravens went over to the UK. Yeah, absolutely. Terrible game. That was my only Ravens experience watching them live. So uh, at some point, I'll get to watch them in Baltimore, hopefully. Think about how lucky we are, Baltimore fans, to be in Baltimore and get to watch the Ravens live, you know, if, if we so desire, if we have season tickets, that kind of thing. But, but even uh, uh, not that you're close to the epicenter of, of discussion on the Ravens, so that's nice as well. And the, the TV covers them and whatnot. But Nick, really appreciate you coming on. Um, let's let's uh, talk a little bit. Do the setup for that play. Where were the Ravens in the season? So Ravens were at five and six uh, at the at that point of the season. It's Thanksgiving night, so I think that's about week thirteen. Uh, Steelers were also five and six uh, on the evening, so we were both needed to practically win out to get into the Super Bowl. Yep, definitely a, uh, a a difficult point. They just beaten the Jets the previous week, uh, and the next week was that game against the Vikings, which ended up with five touchdowns in the last two two plus minutes to to set an NFL record. So uh, they they did actually have a little bit of comeback into contention by winning this game in the next two. How about the game itself? Where were the Ravens in the game itself? Uh, so it was just after halftime into the third quarter. Ravens had opened up really well. 
They looked good against the Steelers, which I remember them quite often looking good against the Steelers, and then the Steelers were able to come back over time. Um, so, but they'd went ahead uh, with some long balls. Uh, they were throwing a lot of long passes uh, over the start of the season because they didn't have a run game that year, if you remember. Um, they got maybe to, I think it was maybe 10 nil in front. Uh, Ken, is that right? At 13 nothing, uh, either just after halftime. I'm sorry, at halftime, you're asking me. Uh, That's it, at half time. Yeah, they went up 13 nothing early in the third. So, yes, 10 nothing at halftime. Yeah, and then they come out of half time. The Steelers come out and they get a big throw down and they end up getting a touchdown just after the, just after the half, really. Uh, and so then it becomes our kickoff again. So, we're, we're, returning, uh, we're returning the Pittsburgh kickoff and it goes into J- Jacoby Jones. He has some blocking from some people who we definitely will remember. Carl Juszczyk was on the blocking. Um, Vontae Leach and Penel McPhee was also on the blocking. So they blocked it up the best that I'd seen any uh, kick return get blocked. And of course, Jacoby Jones at this point can return from anywhere in the own, in, anywhere in the end zone. I felt that they were very aggressive that year on, on special teams. So they get it all blocked up. Jacoby Jones is through, as you say. He's running up to maybe the 40, 50-yard line of the Pittsburgh side. And I see Mike Tomlin is hanging around on the hashes just next to the sideline. I think, whoa, what's going on here? What's going on here? And so Jacoby Jones is impeded and he has to cut inside a little bit. And he ends up getting caught by Cortez Allen. Uh, And so he's tackled. It's very unfortunate because it looked like he was going to go all the way. Uh, still had fresh memories of the Super Bowl, him going from well, going 108 yards all the way for the touchdown. Uh, so I thought he could do that again against the Steelers. And I felt that where we were just pulling away, I was always worried about the Steelers on the comeback. And so this was our chance to just move a little bit further in head, ahead and probably close them out of the game. And I felt like Mike Tomlin obviously steps to start with, he's on the restricted area, Ken. Okay, you know the white area uh, on the right on the sideline, and that area is re- is reserved only for referees and the and the chain gang. Mm-hmm. But it didn't seem to get picked up at the time on the field. And Collinsworth, I was watching the broadcast. Uh, Collinsworth didn't pick it up at the time either, and it wasn't until the fans in the stadium saw it on the jumbotron and started going crazy. Then it was picked up on the TV. I just wondered, Ken, that you were probably at that game. Oh, sure. Did you did you realize it on the jumbotron as well? I, I realized it in in in. I thought I saw it in live action. Then we we looked at it on the jumbotron. That that you know that's ridiculous. But as soon as Jacoby got up, he's pointing at Tomlin. Uh, so that's so you you really got it from that. I I thought at the time, and and so it uh, you know it was one of those plays that just incredible. I uh, that, that you see this happen, and and we saw. There was yet another video that came out the next day that showed a more incriminating angle of what had gone on. Yeah. Yeah, so that was directly down the sideline. You could see directly down the white restricted area that Tomlin was standing on the field. He takes a step into the field and then he jumps back. And it it looked very much to me like he had jumped back as if he was pretending that was his only move. He was trying to almost hide that he was coming onto the field to impede the pass whilst he was looking up at the Jumbotron. Yeah, it was It was the, the step onto the field, the measuredness of the step onto the field was what was really incriminating for me. It's it's basically he's 
He's on the white. He's watching the jumbotron. And he, that's what he said is I usually watch on the jumbotron because I can't see well enough at field level, blah, blah, blah. I, mean, I don't know how he can't see well enough at field level. The play was literally run right directly in front of him. But but anyway, he, he, you, what you see from the end zone is he's on the white. He's looking at the jumbotron. There's nobody obstructing him. And yet he takes a full step to his right directly as if this was a measured dance step to, to go one step out uh, that's, you know, a foot or so onto the field, maybe more. Um, and then, you know, Jacoby talked about it afterwards and said, wait a minute, is he trying to get in my way or something? And what this took me back to a little bit was Joe Flacco at the end of the Super Bowl talking about how they should run on the field and tackle something. Yeah, I remember seeing that actually. And I looked it up in the rule book and that would be deemed to be palpably unfair if you did yep. that, in which case the referee can just award you a straight touchdown. But Joe Flacco was complaining that he took a bit of stick about that, right? Yes, he, well, he did. And, and he, he, shouldn't have, he shouldn't have said it and he should have realised that he was mic'd up and all the risks that go along with that. But it's just it was just stupid in Joe Flacco's case. He wasn't actually going to do it. He went over to Matt to Matt Burke to ask him, hey, we should run on the field. He goes, you first. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the that was the right response there. Matt Burke understood, but in this case, I, I was I was in up in arms about this. I I thought you know Tomlin for one thing is a is a member of the competition committee. How do you make the rules if you can't live with them? It's interesting enough, Ken. I looked in the rule book as I said earlier. Mm -hmm. The rules are quite often agreed with the NFLPA. Okay. Mm -hmm. There is actually an NFL coaching association, which I found out about whilst I was looking into this. Uh, 31 of the coaches are on the NFLCA. It won't surprise you that Belichick is the one who's apparently not on it. Huh. Um, so, but they don't have much sway in putting the rules in. So where there's some off, where, where there's some non-playing staff rules, and they have obviously so many rules governing the actual players. There's very, very little rules about the coaches themselves. Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, I, I understand what you're saying here. There is a, a separate body called the Competition Committee, which includes representation from some but not all teams. And the last meaningful time this came up for the Ravens was this last season in deciding on the coin flip for the for the uh, uh, or making deriving the proposal for the coin flip for the playoff game. So they, they incredibly three of the four AFC North teams have representation on that committee, including Harbaugh, Tomlin and some woman in the Bengals front office. So she's I think she's a Brown or related to the Browns by marriage or whatever it might be. But anyway, she's she's a um, uh, she's on the committee as well. And apparently there was, a, there was quite a bit of argument on that committee and deriving a proposal that would go to the NFL owners and have to be approved in short order to, to not allow a coin flip to decide the home of the, of, of the Ravens Bengals game. So the, Tomlin is on has been on that committee for many years. And you know, my thought was the fine is 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 just money, and they, they find him some significant amount of money. I don't remember if it was a hundred thousand or five hundred thousand. What was it? Yeah, it was a hundred thousand pounds, a hundred thousand dollars that they find him. Yeah, yeah. not a, well. First of all, not enough. But but second of all, uh, the and, and you know his basic response was, you know, my wallet all comes from football. No big deal. I'll pay it. Kind of thing. Mm. I, I, if it's no big deal, it's no deterrence. This is, you know, it has to be a big deal. So, you know, the, the, the two possibilities would have been, you know, take, take the Steelers a draft pick. That's probably too much. But on the other side, it, it should have been uh, take Tomlin off the competition committee. So this is just, look, maybe it's not permanent. Maybe you're suspended for two years or something from the competition committee. But it should be something that says meaningfully, you can't do that. Uh, and, and they just did not send that message, I don't think, clearly enough. You would like to have seen that they could have caught it at the time, actually, Ken, I feel, because yes. uh, the line judge had to run around Tomlin to get back <laughs> in the play. Uh, I was watching that, which effectively means that Tomlin was actually on the field. Previous week against New York Jets, I don't know if you remember, there was a penalty on the New York Jets bench uh, for impeding one of the line, one of the line judge, one of the huh. coaches. Uh, so they got 15 yard unsportsmanlike for that. Uh, that was against so, the yeah. Ravens then, because they they were. Yeah, they had two. They had one where the where the it was a strength and conditioning coach intentionally knocked over a gunner, okay. but the second one against the Ravens, maybe in the third quarter of that game, um, the the official it was trip one of Triplet's officials, and he was complaining because the official wasn't able to officiate the the, the game because the coaching staff were in the way on the sideline huh. on a Jacoby Jones touch uh, on a return. He returned it that time maybe to the thirty five. Um, but yeah, so they got fifteen yard unsportsmanlike for that. There's a difference I think between affecting a gunner on a play who is obviously involved. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between that and affecting the actual ball carrier who's running for a touchdown. I feel, and if that happens, then the referee the referee is within his rights to exclude Tomlin for the rest of the game. That would have been very interesting. Oh, that that would have been something too. The, the uh, th- this did happen in the 1954 Cotton Bowl, very famously in the United States. Is that is that a, a player came off the sidelines to make a tackle on a on a breakaway touchdown run, and. Uh, a touchdown was awarded, you know, the, the, the referees called it, but it's, it, it's incredible that uh, uh, you know, there is there's plenty of precedent for it. It's not like there in, in this particular case with Tomlin on the field obstructing the play, there would have been absolutely zero backlash 
from the, there would have been upset Steelers fans complaining on the web, but who cares? But there would have been zero national backlash. Basically, everybody would have said that's the right call if they'd have given Jacoby Jones a touchdown on the play. I, I actually think there's probably a pretty good chance Jacoby would not have gone for a touchdown, even though he's fast. Uh, and, and he certainly seemed to, seemed to have the lane there. Um, the 15 yard penalty was what they actually ended up putting on. I didn't see the 15 yard penalty yeah. actually saying that. No, I didn't say that. I didn't see that. No, I thought that uh, Cortez Allen had already clattered Jacoby Jones during the second quarter when Jacoby was receiving. And so I don't know if that made just a little bit of difference in his speed. But yeah, you're right. Cortez Allen looked like he was going to catch Jacoby on his way through for the touchdown. All right. It's just one of those things. And obviously, the the, uh, the 2013 season didn't, didn't go the way the Ravens want, but they did have a little mini winning streak here. They got him back into contention with two games left to play. They weren't able to, to get it done. They had a big chance against New England in the second or last game of the year. And then against That's correct. That's correct, yeah. I thought that the Ravens dangled it out that we can maybe get the Super Bowl, sorry, get the playoffs. And then uh, they had the four-game stretch, as you say. But when I was looking back at the four-game stretch, that was the game where Justin Tucker scored six field goals against Detroit. And I'm kind of thinking, if you can't get in the end zone against Detroit, who are <laughs> not the great that year, then perhaps you shouldn't deserve to be in the Super Bowl in the playoffs. But it was uh, it was the New England game for me. They came out and they really uh, they were really poor uh, with some unlucky interceptions. I think. Yeah, that was a uh, it was a horrible game. It's hard. I think they lost that game forty to seven. So I wouldn't put any unlucky event in that game. They got they got pretty well trashed by the by the. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, Nick, just a, go ahead. I was just going to say they did also have a chance to get in in the final week of the season mm -hmm. against Cincinnati. Uh, but again, Joe Flacco struggled with interceptions against the Bengals, which was really, really frustrating. Uh, I think there was a few teams uh, on the tiebreakers that could get in. Very regular uh, occurrence for Flacco having trouble with the Bengals and their, their four-man pass rush, getting home sometimes on him and then leaving seven in coverage. Nick, just a pleasure to talk about this with you. I appreciate you coming on and, uh, you know, doing your research, obviously, uh, uh, about this. Uh, tell folks where they can talk football with you online. So, yeah, I'm on Twitter at bwood, which is B-W-O-O-D-F-C underscore fan, F-A-N, which references my, uh, in my English soccer team, which is in the fifth tier underneath the EPL, just in case so, anyone's worried. I, 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 we just had a little talk about this during the production meeting. Nick told me that that his team is in the in the fifth tier, and their their dream is to go up to the fourth tier. Uh, but thousand fans per game, roughly. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, maybe about two hundred and fifty home fans. Uh, we're very very small, very tiny club. It's totally different from supporting the Ravens. All right, outstanding. The tier system in in uh, in English football. If if you haven't like gotten a little taste of that, it's very interesting. It really couldn't apply to a group like the NFL, but it's but it's it it, it it'd be an interesting system. And if you if you don't like roller coaster parody, introducing this sort of thing to American football would be kind of an interesting way to get everybody off the roller coaster parody system where they they win or they try and win and then they try and tank. So. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not something English football clubs try and do. There's there's a real there's a real consequence if you tank and you end up getting relegated into a smaller into a smaller group of teams with less money. Yeah, absolutely. It's much different from tanking to get the number one pick, for example. Yeah. Very good. Nick, 
Absolute pleasure talking with you. Other folks, if you'd like to be on uh, 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 that one play episode, please just send me an idea via DM on Twitter. They're always open. Love to hear from you. I'll get back to you very quickly. I promise and we'll be recording in no time. Uh, Nick, thanks again for coming on. Thank you, Ken. And thanks to everyone else who has previously sat in my seat. Really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next time on Film Study. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.